Welcome to the Flourishing in Christ podcast, part of the Vine, the Trellis and the Crow teaching series with City on a Hill, where we chat with leaders across the City on a Hill movement. We hear from them about their wisdom and their experience in pursuing more of Jesus through the spiritual disciplines. If you're new here, my name is Louis. I'm from City on Hill Surf Coast. Today, you're in the room with Emily Lancaster from City on Hill, Melbourne and Ooh. Ben Hewitt from City on Hill, Ballarat. Hello. Ballarat. Ballarat. And today, you are listening to this week's episode. Wait for it. I'll give you a hint. If you know where this comes from, you'll know what today's episode is. <laughs> As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. Amen. That's right. Give a standing Anglican ovation for this week's episode. <laughs> Practicing the book. Of common prayer. Um, or you could have just read the title and you already knew where we were going. Ben, M, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm wondering what a, an Anglican ovation would look like. Is that us just sort of standing with our arms by our sides? Uh, I would be surprised if anyone stood up at all. Uh, no, yeah. that's rude. That's rude. Don't do that. When, oh, sorry. Said, when you said it, Louis, I was like, I wonder if everyone would stand if Louis said that to a group of people. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> They would in our Anglican churches. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, uh, yeah, uh, maybe maybe for clarification, Ben and I are both ordained uh, Anglican ministers. So does that make it okay for us to say these jokes? I think so. We're yeah. kind of we're joking at our own expense, right? Yeah, that's what was it? Uh, what type of humor is that? Self self deprecating. 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 I was going to say a different word. <laughs> nope. Let's no, let's keep going. One. Em, how are you? Wrong podcast. I'm good, thanks. I was I was at Ridley Chapel actually today, and so did you crack I open the green prayer... prayer book? Oh, sure did. And someone had written through it actually, which I'm not sure if Reese Present is okay with, but oh, Jesus is fine. So I guess that's ultimately what matters. Well, like um, Reese would, uh, Peter Adam would say, the prayer book is a good servant but a bad master. So um, let, let writing occur. I think. I personally use post-it notes all the way through that bad boy. So, um, love a good post-it. Ben, have you cracked open the prayer book today? I've got a post-it note right here on my prayer book. Oh, look out. It's littered with them. Littered with them, Louis. Littered. Littered with post-its. Yeah. Uh, How are you today, Ben? Yes, I cracked it open today. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Cracking it open now. (laughs) Well, that's right. Uh, Today's podcast, um, we're going to be chatting with Ben from Sydney Hill Ballarat uh, and... Today is one of our more practical episodes where towards the end of this episode, Ben is actually going to take us through what you might call a spiritual discipline of engaging in prayer and scripture reading with the Book of Common Prayer. Um, If you're part of, I guess, be part of Anglican Church, you know what that's like. If you haven't been, um, this will be a a, a first experience for you. Um, Super helpful, um, super significant as you get to pray with saints of decades gone before. Um, yeah. But before we dive in and sort of give you a moment to let Ben lead us in that, um, Ben, tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, your journey so far at City on Hill, and um, yeah, help us get to know you a little bit. Sure. Thanks, Louis. I am Ben. I've been uh, at City on Hill since the start of 2022. I came on board as a church planting resident at Melbourne uh, with the view to planting in Ballarat. So we 
prior to that, we were at church. I was an Anglican minister, still am an Anglican minister, in another church in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Studied at Ridley in Melbourne. I've been living and working, ministering in Melbourne for 13, 12, 13 years. Um, with my wife, Suja, and our kids. And I am planting a church in Ballarat. We moved up here in January, so we've started, well, this will date the podcast, but two weeks ago, we started the soft wow. launch of our services. So we're meeting every Sunday okay. night, which is really exciting. We're seeing new faces coming in. We're, we're, we're meeting new people. We're, uh, we're growing a little bit. It's really some, some great things happening. That's rad. Uh, how have you, how have you come to love Jesus more since you've moved to Ballarat? Great question. I think, uh, my dependency on him has gone up. Um, I've moved out yeah. in some senses. I'm on my own. Like I'm not working as part of a big team like I would have been in Melbourne. Um, I'm the only paid staff member here in, in Sydney Hill Ballarat. So um, I think my dependency on him has gone up, but I think also my delight has gone up. But yeah. this is the first Ooh. time, I think this is true. This is the first time where I've really sort of had blank canvas to set my own diary to kind of map out my ideal week and try and actually work towards it. And that's yeah. meant, um, I feel free to kind of book in, diarize in time with the Lord in different ways, in different places, through uh, the city, praying in different places, reading in different places, um, doing it with different people. So I, I think my delight has also gone up. It feels like a joy to spend time with God. Not that it never always, not, not, not that it didn't before that, but um, there's something freeing about it here, a sort of a blank canvas and a new stage, new season of life and ministry. Mm, sounds like a sweet season, Ben. Good. Yeah. It's tough, but I'm enjoying it. That's good. That's so good. Um, ben, you're taking us through the Book of Common Prayer today. Uh, for those, just imagine, you know, someone's listening in and they've already thought, what? What are we, what are we doing? Like, hey. what is this thing? Um, can you give us a little bit of context as to, like, what what is this Book of Common Prayer? Is it a is it a magic magic spells book is it a cookbook what what like what are we what are we what, what's what is this thing yeah good question Louis. um the book of comfort is sort of the the prayer book for the anglican church uh, it's the original prayer book for the anglican church around the world so starting in england coming out of the english reformation what are we 16th century uh the first one written by the archbishop of canterbury thomas cramer uh, as a way of helping the Anglican, new Anglican church um, help shape its life and liturgy. So the prayer book was, was mm. written literally with prayers. It's infused with scripture. It's got prayers. There are short sermons in there as well. And it it's orders life uh, with a series of, they would call them services. So morning and evening prayer, you've got Holy Communion services, you've got baptisms, you've got marriages, you've got funeral services. And so what we use here in Australia, or what I've kind of um, inherited as an Anglican minister is the uh, a prayer book for Australia. Um, so it's sort of updated language than the original Old English that it was written in. It's, it's, there's a little bit of an Australian slant on it. Um, yeah. And that's what we, that's what we use in, in sort of traditional or more traditional Anglican churches. And as Anglican ministers, it's, it's a gift. Um, it's yeah. a gift. It, it's, it's rich with scripture. It's rich with uh, the prayers of the saints that others have written. I, I enjoy praying them myself. I also find it hugely beneficial when it comes to crafting services. Um, yeah. I think back to my first funeral, the first funeral I took as a minister, and this, the, the funeral service 
in the prayer book was just enormously helpful. I didn't have to create the flow of the service. I didn't have to sort of invent something from scratch. It was already there for us. And that was the, that was the death of an infant. Um, really, really difficult, but the prayer book actually has a service, a funeral service for the the death of an infant. So really helpful to lean on the, uh, the traditions of uh, men and women in the past that have written this and crafted Uh, it and shaped it rich with theology, rich with scripture. Um, so helpful for, for life as a Christian. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating to the prayer book is it almost is in its in it itself gives you a rule of life in the order of prayers. It there's is. a morning and an evening. There's a prayer praise and proclamation. There's a there's a compline, a end of the day prayer. Um, you know, Sunday services. It's there's even embedded into its very uh, structure can help bring structure to our a worshipful posture before God. Yeah. Um, hey, Am, you mentioned um, you had the Book of Common Prayer open at college today. Like, yeah. share some of your experience with it. Like, is this a new thing for you? I mean, what 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 are you learning and um, experiencing as you use it? Yeah, I am. Um, my church of origin is not Anglican, um, and so, like, while I as I learn more about liturgy, I recognize like, actually, no, all churches have liturgy. It's just kind of, is it written down for hundreds of years or is it something that we're crafting and, and shaping? Um, and excuse me, if I'm ooh, honest, I think I was a little bit skeptical at first of the prayer book. I think I was wow. a little bit like, oh, like how genuine could, could the service be if we were reciting prayers? Um, I don't think I would, yeah, that was also just very naive. I was very young. So like, I just didn't have an understanding of really what it was, Mm. Uh, but I think I was suspicious of pre-written prayers or a, you have to do this on this day. Um, cause I, that was my understanding. It was like, I have to, uh, as opposed to a get to, or like you get to have these, these rich histories, um, and so it's really been, I, I took a class last year at Ridley, which is getting a good G up this week um, <laughs> in our recordings. Uh, but I took a Christian worship class um, with the fantastic Reese Bazant and learned a lot about the prayer book and its history yes. and its value. Um, you said, Ben, it's it's a gift. It's a gift to the Anglican minister. Um, and as, not an ordained minister, but a, a minister in an Anglican church. I'm like, yes, this is a true gift yeah. to me. Um, this helps me uh, not just focus on God in like a very rich and theological and legitimate way, um, but it's a reminder of the story that I am a part of. Um, it's easy to be aware of the people in front of me and the people around me and the time that I'm in. But then you look at the prayer book and you see prayers that people have been praying for decades, um, across the globe. Yeah. Uh, and so now I'm like a huge fan. It's like, I used to walk into chapel and be like, oh, it's a prayer book service. Like, is it too late to turn around and just go get a coffee? And now I walk in and I'm like, yes, it's a prayer book service. Like (laughs) I'm going to be joining in on something that, you know, 20 years ago people were doing. I'm joining in on something that 120 years ago people were doing. Um, and gosh, I love it. Like uh, I'm just a huge, huge fan, but I understand like the hesitancy people have. And often that just comes down to not being familiar 
Yeah. Um, and so I think it's helpful that we're talking about it today and that Ben, you're going to lead us through it because there would be a lot of people like, especially within Sedona Hill who haven't engaged with a prayer book, um, that they know of. Yeah. Like as in like, they don't realize, oh, you know, some of the benedictions that we say every week is from the prayer book. They don't realize that we, we say the apostles creed at baptisms because that is a part of a baptism service in the prayer book. Uh, like this isn't us being clever. This is us using history um, for the good of the church. And so, uh, yeah, I, I have, I have an excitement for this conversation Great. as someone who like in the last two years has really, uh, really come around. I really, yeah, I've come um, around to it. I get it now. <laughs> I, I love your excitement and I love your energy with in these, they're very honest and very real reflections because there is a uh, one thing that I find beautiful is that there's a you know going into chapel oh yes it's a prayer book service there is a beautiful if this is I don't know if this is the right word but safety it in the hurts. sense of the prayer book um, the, the liturgy that and liturgy just means a way of doing things the, the way yeah. of doing that time before God and you know the prayer book I mean I I say this and most. Most Monday nights when we gather to pray evening prayer, I say it's like a Spotify playlist. Sets the tone and sets the mood <laughs> for uh, a time of prayer, like set posturing our hearts and our minds yeah. before God. And and if you really want to nerd out on the prayer book, you know, it's, it has a Trinitarian shape to the service and, you know, that it takes you through this very uh, intentional uh, journey for the soul. Uh, but there's a sense where it's just like, man, I may not resonate with whoever is reading the words, but I know that... Uh, they're going to be consistent week to week, and mm-hmm. and over time, when you like you you begin to absorb it, you know there's I, I don't know what it's like being like for you Ben, but there's probably a bunch of prayer book prayers that are now just like stuck on your brain. You just know how to <laughs> pray, and you're just like that's a really good prayer that I have memorized. Thank you prayer book, mm-hmm. um, which because they're uh, yeah they're they're, they're they have a, a trinitarian shape to them. They're they're wonderfully postured in, you know, the grace of God, um, wonderfully reformed. Um, so yeah, they're a great thing to lean into. And I think you get, the more you lean in, the more you get out. Um, so I used to take a service at an aged care home and like songs do this songs have the same capacity, but uh, sort of Bible readings, the, the sort of muscle memory. And so we'd be in the room yeah. with men and women who were aging and, and in some cases their memory was fading but the words of the prayers would come back to them at certain moments in the service. They could recite by heart oh, well. the words yeah. of, of the prayers that they'd been praying since they were kids. The sort of yeah. the, the muscle memory for their faith was well. uh, rich, even as their as their memories faded. Uh. Which is something worthy of celebrating. Like, like just even that phrase been like the muscle memory of prayer. Like, I, I think that there, there would have been a time where I was like, oh, but now I hear it and I'm like, oh, like, gosh, I want that. Like, I yeah. think we were talking, like, I want to be that faithful old lady uh. in 40 years at church. And like, I want part of that to be just a muscle yeah. memory of prayer. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to somehow. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> That's a sweet tweet. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is why we have you on, Ben, because you just got... You've got the words in your sweet Irish mm. accent. And the accent um, to really land it. I know. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's just angelic. Uh, well, before we, <laughs> um, you know, just 
enjoy Ben too much. Let's enjoy the words of the prayer book. Um, so what's okay. going to happen now, uh, if you're listening in, is Ben's just going to take us through uh, a prayer book service. Um, you're not going to hear anything from Em and I. You're just going to hear uh, Ben's amazing voice, and he's just going to lead us through. Is it uh, which press, which service are you taking us through, Ben? So we're going to do start the week uh, in Monday morning prayer. So a short prayer service that has readings that we'll read. We'll read from Psalm one. We'll read from John fifteen, tying into our our series. There are rich passages that help us with that. We'll we'll share the Apostles' Creed, which is also built into the service, and I'll also leave periods of silence actually built into the services are moments of silence for reflection for prayer i'll leave a little bit of guidance with those but but basically try and get out of the way and let the prayer book um, do its job and and serve us uh, with some time of reflection in the word well thank you for doing that ben um if you're listening at home you can timestamp this moment because you may want to come back to this maybe every morning you make that part of your rule of life to engage with the uh, book of common prayer as led by uh, ben hewitt um, Ben, uh, just for, uh, our editing purposes, M and I won't join in on the collective refrains because the audio may implode. <laughs> so at this point, we're going to handball the mic to you and, uh, thank you for leading us in this, uh, wonderful time. It's a pleasure. So this is a, a Monday morning prayer service. I'll lead this as if I was sitting in a room with a few other people leading us through a service of prayer. Um, like I say, I'll leave some silence. I'll read it slowly so that words sink in and we feel the weight of them. Um, and we'll read some scripture together as well. Let's do it. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Glory to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as in the beginning, so now and forever. Amen. Hear these words from Ephesians 2. God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, and raised us up with him, and made us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Now the night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. I'm going to read Psalm 1 for us, a psalm which I think dovetails beautifully with our series, The Vine, the Trellis, and the Crow. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor seat, sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, 
nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Creator, Spirit, Advocate, promised by our Lord Jesus, increase our faith and help us to walk in the light of your presence to the glory of God the Father, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I'll read again from the scriptures, this time from John 15. Hear these words of Jesus. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Lord, we pray, may your word live in us and bear much fruit to your glory. Hear these words from Isaiah 12. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song and has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. On that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the nations, proclaim that his name is exalted, sing God's praises, who has triumphed gloriously. Let this be known in all the world. Shout and sing for joy, you that dwell in Zion. For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. I'll lead us now in the Apostles' Creed, declaring the, the great truths of our God, Father, Son, and Spirit. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. 
On the third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Pray together the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. I'll leave some space now so that we can bring our own prayers before the Lord. I'll draw us back together with a closing prayer in a few minutes. If you'd like more time to pray, this would be a good time to pause the podcast, but I'll draw us back together as we look ahead to this new day. Let's pray. Eternal God and Father, by whose power we are created and by whose love we are redeemed, guide and strengthen us by your Spirit that we might give ourselves to your service and live this day in love to one another and to you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Friends, the Lord be with you, also with you. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. We can embrace our day with these final words from 2 Timothy chapter 1 ringing in our ears. God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, 
but a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. May we rekindle the gift of God within us. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. Well, thank you so much, Ben. I, uh, you led that so well. There was moments I was glad I was on mute because I almost was um, saying the refrains with you. <laughs> if you know them, play along at home, right? Yeah. Yeah, play along at home. Oh, look out. <laughs> oh, that's really wonderful. Yeah. It's a gift. I, I was looking. You, you can find it online. Uh, you can find snippets of the perfect online. So if you do want to use it, um, it is out there. Otherwise, drop into your local Anglican church and steal a green prayer book like I did once, still stamped with my old church. Don't steal it. Ask if you can have one. Ask if you can use it. Yeah. The other option is, um, <laughs> I uh, so um, so I use a, 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 an app. It's if you type in daily prayer, and you'll see a little um, a little icon. It's white, blue, and black, and it'll say "E Pray Daily" on there. Um, Isn't it? And every day that'll update to whatever the morning prayers are. And that has morning prayer, evening prayer, um, and then uh, Book of Common Prayer as well. Uh, it gets updated every day and it gives you a reading. So you can actually follow along with the church calendar too. It's um, a much better idea than stealing a prayer book. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> or if you if you do attempt to steal a prayer book this week, um, mm. we refer you back to previous episodes uh, with Sam Lowe and Jimmy. Uh, yeah. on Confession of Repentance. Uh, That's right. <laughs> it's good. That's no, great. Ben, we're so thankful uh, for you leading us in this time. Right. And uh, what a wonderful uh, way just to be uh, uh, to be introduced to the Book of Common Prayer for those that perhaps have never um, been able to say, oh, I've done one of those services before. Now you can say you had. Uh, mm -hmm. you, Take that you off know. your bucket list. That's right. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the bucket list. Prayer book, my oh, list. <laughs> what a bucket list if the prayer book service is on there. <laughs> that's Sorry, an amazing I'm bucket just, list. Oh, that, that makes that, make yeah. me happy. That's a great bucket <laughs> list. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Em. Thanks, Ben. Uh, you've been listening to the Flourishing in Christ podcast, <laughs> part of the Via the Trellis and the Crow teaching series. Um, and this has been a practical episode, taking us through the Book of Common Prayer. Hopefully it's... Um, whet your appetite for more uh, but I think the most appropriate way to end today would be uh, in a very common Anglican way and that is to say go in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ Amen Amen <laughs> Thanks team See you later Bye Bye